Fascinating indeed, but I do have to say, uh, Joseph, what do you what do you think about the public perception about what you do, being such a prolific musical artist and rock star that you are? Right, people think it's all fancy trousers and candy apples, but it's a lot darker than that, mate. Darker uh, indeed, from from you know looking at the the outside, looking in, seeing you know, documentaries and interviews uh, all over television and now the internet. Uh, it is fascinating looking, you know, being on the outside looking in. Uh, what else could you say about that, honestly? Um, has it been a life that's been easy for you? Or I, I assume it has its struggles, no? It's not, it's not easy being a rock star. Getting whatever you want, whenever you want it. Right? And then life, life's not so easily adjustable once you go back to normal life. No, I, I couldn't imagine that it would be. Well, 42 years old, time to move out of your mom's house. You gotta go down to Sam's and work a mop. How oh, fuck that. Fuck that. I got better things to do, mate. Well, now, can you share with us a little bit about, kind of, a little bit about some of your history with the band and your career overall as an artist and, and the music you guys put out? Right, we had several, several one-hit wonders. We had two successful albums. Both of them went triple nickel which across the pond, you Yanks might call that double aluminum. Double aluminum. Fascinating. Not something that every artist can could quite frankly achieve. Um, I, I'm sure that's been a, a hell of a ride for you. Where do you find yourself today, and in, in given today's climate and the world around us, I know things are, are, are a bit different these days. Right. Well, I'm 47 now, mate. And when I look around... Seems a lot to me like Big Mayo's running the show, isn't it? Well, Joseph, I could not agree with you more. In fact, a lot of uh, what we do on this show behind the scenes is we look into and investigate some of the conspiracies that surround the industry of Big Mayo. Right. Well, how about you riddle me this? Okay. Two frogs jump into a pond. Uh-huh. One of them has a bank account. Now, what do you make of that? I, 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 I don't follow, caller. I, 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 I don't follow. Right. Whatever, which way too you want, but it seems you gotta take the piss out your ears now, don't you, mate? Wait, uh, what? Not, it's not easy being a rock star. Right, though that seems to be established. We are, that's what we're talking about, right? Two successful albums, both of them went triple nickel. Uh huh. Yeah, you, you you've mentioned it. Exactly. Yeah, we talked about the albums. Uh huh. Two successful albums. Right, right. It's not, it's not easy being a rock star. All right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight on Mouth of Badness. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been listening to an interview with uh, longtime listener, first-time caller, rock star Joseph Planter. Uh, Joseph, do you have anything else you'd like to say tonight uh, to the audience about your experience? Right. Well, thank you for having me. It's been quite lovely. Uh, clean the piss out your ears. You sound like a fucking donut. And that's it. Hip. I gotta go, hip cheerio. Wow. Cheers, mate. All right, and that, okay, cheers indeed. Uh, that has been uh, jo uh, Joseph Planter, uh, rock star from the UK, Triple Nickel albums, two Triple Nickel albums. Uh, fascinating, fascinating. 
Uh, well, listen, folks, we are going to take a short commercial break, and after that, we will be right back with more of the show here on Mouth of Madness. Hi there. Some of you may know me as Satan, and I am the proprietor and CEO of Underworld Food Mart. Come stop by our deli, where we have some of the best butchers in all of hell. And you can have a fresh sandwich when you sign up for our rewards program. Also, check your mailbox for coupons. You can get three jars of string beans with human fingers for only a dollar <laughs> Come check out Underworld Food Mart for all of your grocery needs. Underworld Food Mart, it's so good for you and your wallet, and all it costs is your soul. Underworld Food Mart, fuck your soul. I'm Willie Faze. My new kitchen products, the magic. Why can't you ever do anything right? I am doing the best that I can. Hi, I'm Willie Faze. Never sell any kitchen products. Get off my back. Hi, Willie Faze. Magic cups. You're a failure like a father. 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 Just let me go. You suck at measuring. Listen to Mouth of Madness with Nick Michelson. My wife and children. (laughs) New episodes every Sunday night. (laughs) Let the madness take you. and we are back from commercial break everyone welcome welcome thank you for staying tuned and welcome newcomers thank you for tuning in you uh if you are just tuning in you just missed a wonderful interview that we had with a caller known by the name of joseph planter he is a famous retired rock star from the uk currently undergoing rehab for laxatives he had a real problem with snorting baby laxatives so, uh, Joseph Planner, I hope you get help, and uh, I, I hope you continue your, ju- your, your journey into sobriety. Um, I know it's incredibly hard um, getting out of those kinds of ruts that we put ourselves in. All right. Now, that being said, um, give me just one second. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, now that being said, uh, it, it, it is, listen, it's Sunday night, and it is, it is all of us. We're all here together. Uh, some of us are probably cozy and snug and getting all warm and cozy in our beds. Uh, some of us are probably short haul or long haul truck drivers and we're out there on the road right now. And if you're listening and that's you on the road traveling interstate or you're just uh, rolling in, in and out of town, be safe out there. Okay, guys, there's a lot of nutty bunnies. There's a lot of crazy cats. There's a lot of badgering badgers there's a lot of belligerent bullhounds just be careful out there okay there's a lot of cuckoo chihuahuas all right some some cuckoo cuckoo uh chickamongas there's what are those called what are those things what are those things called you know what i'm talking about cupacabras there's a lot of cuckoo cuckoo there's a lot of cuckoo cupacabras out there out in chukamungo Rancho Cucamongo, I don't know. But you know. Okay, you know though. You get you get what I'm saying, okay? There's Mormons running around trying to bite people on the neck and turn them and turn them like you know like just trying to turn people on Mormon and, and shit. So just be just just be careful. 
All right, it's it's crazy. All right, there's Mormons, there's there's potholes. All right, it's not safe on the road at night. So just you know, you know, let's start by turning your headlights on. All right, let's start with that. In other news, um, tonight we do have uh, some listener mail for you. Um, we are hearing from one of our regular listener mail writers. Uh, once again, Amy Thompson has written into us, and she had a series of questions. Some of them were questions that she directed to older episodes, uh, for instance, about Christmas. Uh, I'm going to skip over those, but she had two questions I really... Let me see three questions I really, really enjoyed. So I am going to read those here because I, I think I can answer them. So Amy Thompson, if you're listening, these are the questions you asked. So the first question uh, on the list that I'm going to respond to is, what would you do if you found a dead body in a hotel room? Well, first of all, great question, Amy. I'm going to start off by saying it depends on the type of hotel room. Uh, what kind of hotel is this? Are we at the Cecil in downtown Los Angeles? Are we at a Motel 6 somewhere in Truckee, California on the side of a road? Are we at a Marriott? Are we at a Doubletree? Have you ever checked into a Doubletree, folks? You get warm cookies upon check-in. That's not a joke. That's not an exaggeration if you've never checked into a Doubletree. You check in. The cashier opens a drawer like a file cabinet reaches in and it's a heated file cabinet but there's not files in there no 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 there are individually wrapped delicious crispy fresh out of the oven tasting chocolate chip cookies that are wrapped in like parchment paper with their logo on it it's amazing it's amazing i would gladly overpay for those hotel rooms every time just to get that warm delicious free chocolate chip cookie so what would I do if I found a dead body in my hotel room? Well, first of all, uh, again, Amy, great question. Call room service. Get it out of here. I don't want it in here. Secondly, move me rooms because I don't want to smell that either. And I know you're not going to get that smell out in one or two cleaning sessions. That's going to be a while. Okay, you're going to have to aerate the freaking room. You're going to have to call professionals to scrub everything. You're going to have to replace some upholstery. Depending on the splatter, you're going to have to probably replace some bed sheets, let a, maybe a mattress, possibly some, some, some uh, what's that stuff on the floor called? Floor stuff called uh, carpet. Carpeting, you're going to have to replace some of that. So move me rooms uh, is what I would do. Now, if I found a dead body in a hotel room after I had already checked in, and we're talking a seedy roadside, middle of nowhere, uh, somewhere in the you know El Dorado Hills little log cabin side motel, you know murder motel, and I found the body in after I returned from like the front desk and I'd already been checked in for the entire evening. What would I do? I would say nothing. I would say nothing. I would I would pack my things. I would I would move the body to possibly behind the hotel or maybe put it in the bathtub and then I would check out immediately and leave because there's no cameras and if somebody left the body in there of somebody I don't recognize they probably wanted to frame me probably probably has this probably has big Mayo's fingerprints all over it is what I would say all right next question she asked is if you were if you were to turn into food what food would you pick to turn into that's a trick question because I am already food. Technically, if you eat 
living creatures and some living creatures, some apex predators like jaguars and mountain lions, they eat people too. They don't just eat other like, you know, smaller animals. They eat freaking people. So technically I'm already food. Now, if I were to be turned, if you're asking, if I was to turn into any food product, what would I pick? Well, I wouldn't pick because if you're turning, if you are a witch, if you're a gypsy on the side of the road somewhere in Kansas and you've decided to turn me into delicious, delectable table bites, I probably don't have a say into what dish you're turning me into. So I've already lost. Why would I contribute to your sick, magical fantasy and tell you what to make me? If you're going to make me a turkey dinner, you're already turning me into a turkey dinner, and I'm going to be devoured by a small family of people from the Himalayas. No, thank you. I'm not participating in this. If you're turning me in the food, I'm definitely dead. But if I had to pick and I was alive as said food, that's hard. I got it. Quinoa stuffed, gluten-free, battered, vegetarian, roasted squash with no butter, no seasoning, no hot sauce, and like uh, fish oil, just smothered in fish oil. Because then the only people that would eat me would have to be starving, in which case I would gladly sacrifice myself. Anyone else would just throw me out, and then I can just rot away in the garbage bin with the rest of the vegetables where I belong. All right. Excellent questions, Amy. The last question she asked is a two-parter, but uh, I don't. the second part I'm not going to answer because I feel like it's already an old debate. Our hot dog sandwiches. I'm not, I, I, I can't, listen, I have my dog in many, many races, okay? I can't put my dog into another race. I'm already not even, I have no involvement. I have no business being in said race to begin with. So I have to, I, unfortunately, I have to decline to answer the our hot dog sandwiches questions. There's there's a whole show about it. It's, there's a podcast called uh, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich where the, the hosts debate that subject and many other food subjects. I feel that I am unqualified to answer that question. So I'm going to have to decline. Now, the first part of her question, Amy, the first part of your question, I'm reading it here. It's very similar, but I am very well versed in the laws of cold cereals. So I feel that I have some expertise I can answer here. Amy asked, is cereal soup? The answer is, of course, yes. Cereal is soup. So is a smoothie if you eat it with a spoon. So is a frosty if you let it melt. Stew is just a fancy thicker soup. A bisque is just a fancy French creamy soup. It's all soup. Everything is soup. When you think about it, the ocean is soup. The universe, soup. Your mom, soup. Leftovers from last week's Chinese takeout, guess what, folks? Soup. It's all soup. Look inside of your body. Guess what, buddy? Soup. So is cereal a soup? (laughs) Yes. You're goddamn right. Cereal is a soup. All right, those were the three questions. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with the last question here. She did ask another question. Um, why are they called hot dogs? Now, look, 
I'm going to defer this to part of the last question where you asked if hot dogs were sandwiches. I'm not I'm not well versed in this subject. I can't faithfully look, I love sandwiches. I love them. I also love hot dogs. But I I didn't study hot dog law. Okay? I I passed the bar uh specifically to specialize in the um the the uh what are those called? Um penal code. I specialized in the penal codes of cereal. And I'm very proud of that. It was a very hard degree to get. Uh you're going to have to refer to a, a good hot dog lawyer is what I would I would have to I would have to defer you to some kind of um kielbasa attorney or some sort of bratwurst officer of the court. That I am not, Amy. So I am sorry. I hope I did not disappoint you. But those are the answers to the questions that you you've given me what would i do if i found a dead body in hotel room call room service or hide it if i were turned into a food trick question but i'm gonna pick quinoa stuffed vegan squash that's gluten-free with nothing but fish oil just smothered in fish oil no seasoning is cereal a soup yes the answer is yes because everything's a soup even the microphone i'm speaking into guess what dude soup let that sink in for a moment buddy Hasn't sank in yet? All right. Well, guys and gals, listen, we are going to have to get out of here tonight, but I want you all to be safe out there on the road or in your homes, on a train or inside of a plane. Just be safe and don't go insane, okay? Protect your brain and please refrain from adding damn. What am I doing? What are you doing? Be safe, okay? When you walk around, Wear wear elbow pads. Wear wrist guards and elbow pads. I don't care if you if your job is just to be a professional stamp licker. Well, you might get up to get a glass of milk. You might get up to enjoy a cold glass of dairy and fall over and catch your body weight with your elbows. And now both of your elbows are shattered to pieces like the dreams of your childhood. Wear elbow pads just wear protection all right whether it be a condom or a gun whatever wear protection at all times don't trust anyone the world is suspect that is what i want you to take away from tonight's episode ladies and gentlemen well we did it folks thank you for tuning in to another episode another wonderful episode of mouth of madness i've been your host nick michelson you have all been wonderful listeners uh remember write us at mouth of madness podcast at gmail.com guys guess what the mouth of madness website is up and active just go to mouth of madness podcast.com it's literally that easy we have a shop button, a store button. It'll it'll take you to a tab which shows you some samples. If you click on the store, um, I have a little store underlined, like highlighted word. Click on that. It'll take you to our merch store. We have T-shirts. We have wall art. Uh, there's playing cards with the Mouth of Badness logo on it. A lot of fun stuff. We're working on a, a hoodie right now. I think I just I think we just uh, launched a, a coffee coffee cup. A mug is up there. I mean, all all sorts of fun gifts and stuff. That you can you can spoil yourself with and be the envy of all your friends. So go to mouthofmadnesspodcast.com, check out the shop tab, and please look at the shirts. Buy a shirt. Don't 
Don't be a bad person. But most of all, guys, I love you and I appreciate you listening. Share this podcast with your friends, okay? And do me a favor, please. Don't get abducted by aliens. Thank you.